Fox Scouts. Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 146. My name is Josh Canal. I didn't do a thing. To my left. Always wonderful to have her and so good to have her back on the Triple R Radiothon edition of Box Cutters. Box Cutters. Jess McGuire. Ooh, I can't believe it's not someone else. Yeah. <laughs> Jack. But it's me. And to my right, as always, pushing the buttons and filling in with commentary. Pushing in your buttons. <laughs> Brett, Brett Cropley. Is that the, is that the uh, level, Jess? Sorry, Brett, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. Yay. Is that the, uh, the level you're bringing today, Jess? I just said pushing buttons in the sense of um, angering him. But if you want to make it a sexual thing, Josh, that's something that you need to sort out in your own time. And maybe not for the good listeners. Right, well, maybe you shouldn't have said it that way. What maybe way? you shouldn't have gone. It's not my P- fault that my... Pushing buttons? No, what? Because I sound goofy that suddenly everything buttons. I say is sexual. Uh, it's, not even, yes. it's not even my fault. I, and unfortunately, I have an incredibly sarcastic, natural voice. Right. Often I give compliments to people and they go, piss off. And they go, but I mean it. You look really pretty. But apparently it comes out going, oh, you look really pretty. Like, that's uh-huh. my voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a former station manager who had a tendency to say, good on ya. Oh, good on ya. Apparently, actually meaning good on you, yeah, good job, but sounding like, yeah, good on you. Oh, right. So, mm. you'd so remember if I her say, name. If I say something, uh, something in a, uh, it, in a sarcastic voice, but it's a negative, so if mm. I go, <laughs> you're a loser. I know that deep down there's some love behind it. Yeah. Right. That's pretty right. much the theory. Okay. Well, and that's what you can expect from Box Cutters 146. We are talking about television. We do have Jess Maguire in, and she's going to tell us about why she loves Idol so much. I don't know that was quite the angle I was going for, but uh, whatever. Well, you know what? Whatever I say now doesn't matter, because no. when we get to your bit yeah. and you talk about Idol, mm. I've got no control over that. No. None whatsoever. Get your sensor button out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to. Have to yeah. Ooh, Mr. Black. Uh, we're also uh, finally, finally going to talk about uh, te- te- uh, television. Daria in uh, Young Person's Television. We've been doing this, uh, or trying to do this segment. Basically, we've only done one, and that was about Degrassi. Mm. But uh, about uh, children's and young adults' television, kind of the things that you would rush home for after school, the... Uh, the excellent things that were on the afternoon show on the ABC. Mysterious and- Cities of Gold. Sure. You're on your own there. Don't you remember that one? No. no. Oh, you're a lot older. I'm sorry. I've forgotten about you that. You probably haven't uh, heard of Daria. Sorry. I've heard of Daria. I should have introduced you as babyface Jess McGuire. <laughs> yeah. uh, Old 81 massive. And we've got uh, a whole lot of pork as well. But before we get into the show proper... Mm-hmm. Brett Cropley, it is Radiothon. Triple R do wonderful things for box cutters. They let us use their studio. Uh, In return, we bring them subscribers. People have been ringing up and subscribing to box cutters. The phone vols have no idea what, what they're talking about because they've never heard of us and there's nobody in the system, nowhere in the system to uh, actually put box cutters. But demand will bring it, Brett. So how do people do that? Uh, they can, if they're in Melbourne, call 93881027 or 03 anywhere in Australia. Chuck a plus six one at the start of that uh, anywhere else in the world. And uh, the phone vols will take you by the hand and uh, lead you through. What about online? You can do it online as well. You can't actually you pay can't, online. You can't pay online, but you can, you you can, can pledge. You, you can order a subscription. Right, so you can, then... pledge, you can pledge online, uh, and that's rr.org.au. Mm-hmm. As always, though, we're going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News.
Brett Cropley's reading off a screen again. Word from uh, today, tonight. It seems that uh, on the back of our reports a couple of weeks ago about uh, Anna Corrin auditioning for CNN Asia, mm-hmm. um, that uh, Samantha Armitage may be uh, the one taking over the hosting role of today, tonight. Is that confirmed, Brett? <laughs> I just wanted to steal. <laughs> I just wanted to steal Josh's line. Um, she's been a seamless fill-in, as uh, as David Knox has said on his site. Uh, no, it hasn't been confirmed. Mm. That's, that's why seamless. I said it may be mm. the. I just wanted to sound intelligent, mostly. Clearly, I didn't work on it. No, I was, there was, there's only no, so, so so intelligent one can sound, Jess. Thank you, Brad. Yeah. Oh, that was a compliment. Yeah, no, I took it. Quite right, in. right. No, I got it. I got it. So, uh, Samantha Armitage going to be sitting in the car. That's, that's your call that's, now. Well, that's, that's the call in, out there in the ether. Right. I, I don't particularly have a bias either way. So, this is, uh, this is as confirmed as Larry Emder hosting Star Dancers. Oh, yes. Which wasn't my line. Which, no, was not, no. Was not your line. No. That Andrew was the... G was my line. Oh. <laughs> Andrew G's do, doing something else now. Plus, he wouldn't I... switch to seven. Oh, he'd do anything for money. Mine was right. No, not with the not with the money he'd be making through Idol. He's got to keep his new missus happy. I've got a problem with the promo shots that they're using. Couldn't couldn't they actually get the three of them in the same room together to uh, take the single shot? Andrew G's like this four foot dwarf. Next He's one to of Ricky Australia's Lee. most successful showbiz midgets, and I think for that <laughs> he should be applauded alongside Grant Danya <laughs> and He's... and other little people. He's a lot taller than Grant Danya. He's a, my, uh, my, my uh, two-year-old nephew's a lot taller than yes. Grant Daniel. Grant Daniel's actually a... in my pocket. Grant, have you any <laughs> thoughts on that? <laughs> That's right. It was funny when you shaved your legs on sunrise. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably hear more from Grant Daniel later on in the show. Uh, the, uh, just staying with Channel 7 and my favourite Channel 7 show, mm. Gladiators. Oh, God, yes. that's hosted by my old school captain. Which one? Zoe Naylor. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? You went to school with Brian Naylor? Yep. Wow. No, I'll tell you, do you want me to tell you a little thing about them? Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> That's um, why we have you on, Jess. Well, um, all the girls in the family all had names that went, eh, 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 eh. So like Zoe, Emmy, and I can't remember the other one. And then um, the dad's name um, was Tack, as in Naylor Tack. That was his nickname, Tack Naylor. I mean, he just sounds like his few days of our lives. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yes, and uh, also sounds like a, a you know, like a, a dodgy craft teacher. Yeah, yeah, he was that too. No, he right. wasn't. He was, he, was, he was a lovely gentleman, but I did enjoy the tack nailer. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, uh, Gladiators, uh, the, the show, mm. might not be coming back. That's astounding to me, Josh. What was Tom Williams' block of wood charisma not enough to draw in the viewers? Well, you know what? The, the hosting role is nothing. Yeah, and that was confirmed because Aaron yeah. Pedersen hosted it prior, and uh, and that that woman who was on uh, uh, who's been on Lost recently, Kimberly Joseph. Oh yeah, uh, Aaron Pedersen. Did he really? Yes. Yes. Like years ago, and he's no host. No, he's no host. He's not right actor. He's no host. God. He does a lot of jaw acting, Aaron Peterson. Yeah, he looks angry. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, he does. Uh, so, yes, hosting role is, is nothing on Gladiators. It's, it's all about the Gladiators and uh, all about the contestants and all about the, the challenges that, uh, that await the contestants. Mm. But that life. the Gladiators, including Tatiana Grigorieva. Olympia. Thank you. Tiffany Cuda. Hall. Kuda the Greek. Kuda the Greek is the best name. They've, he's not actually called Kuda the Greek on the show, though. He's just Kuda. Kuda. I wish I wish they'd stuck with Kuda the Greek. That would have boosted ratings for I think sure. Kuda the Greek. Uh, anyway, they've uh, they've all been on holding contracts since the show ended earlier this year. February, wasn't it? Yes, but the contracts it was. I'm just pretending I know stuff, and it I'm was. doing really well. It was you, did, you did do well. Yeah. Uh, the contracts stopped. Basically, stopped them being poached by other networks, uh, and so they were just stuck with Seven During doing the nothing. Feverishly successful time post Gladiators, when everyone wanted a piece of Olympia. Yes, but and obviously now... that also precluded them from uh, participating in the Olympic Games. Now that the games are over; uh, they're being cut loose. It seems that's right. They're, they're holding contracts. Last Friday, gone. Oh, that's gutting. Yeah, really. Because How much does Kuda have to stand in this world? That's awful. I know. I know, and this is this is after the last uh, the, the last episode of Gladiators. Uh, Tom Williams or Tom w- Blockerwood, thank you, Williams, uh, really uh, said it's going to be bigger. And by well, I bet bigger, he says that to all. By bigger, he seems to have meant absent. Absent. Mm. You can't get anything bigger than nothing, can you? Isn't that... No, every, everything is bigger than nothing. They shouldn't have screwed with the formula. So you should have just kept on with it's going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. They should have kept with it's going to be huge or <laughs> they should have worked out a way to get better ratings because the ratings weren't great for Gladiators, which is a shame because it's a really good show. Well, it couldn't have, and, and it couldn't have really been that expensive to produce, could it? Like, a couple of foam Shoot it all in a couple of weeks and it's all over. Did you really um, love it, for, Josh? For, yeah, for I, re- like, I really love it. I really love it. Did you incorporate ideas. some kind of drinking game with it? I mean, I don't... Nope. But I did... Uh, Josh I did, is still six years old. Yeah. yeah. I did record it on, uh, on, the, uh, on the IQ and then just fast forward through all the boring bits. So basically, I would watch an hour episode of Gladiators in about half an hour because all I would watch is the challenges. I'm still. I can't. I just. I find it really hard to believe. But, uh, just, it's not. a. It's a great show. It's a great uh, kind of. It's. You know what? I don't really watch sport on television. Mm, but I'm if there's. Sense that. But if there's uh, some, you know, silver giant earbuds, <laughs> whacking people as they're trying to run through a half pipe, I'm in for that. You fascinate me, complex man. I really am. Yeah. I really am, Cropley. Uh, Christina Applegate, uh, we neglected to mention last week, had been diagnosed with breast cancer, has had a double mastectomy, uh, which should keep her 100% cancer-free. Um, she Cancer-free is good. Cancer-free is good. Yes. Uh, double well, mastectomy. If- That's sad. Um, so she's had them lopped off and is going to have reconstructive well, surgery in the... Well, uh, sensitive wording <laughs> there. In the next few weeks. No, cancer is good. Certainly words to live by from Josh. And then she's had them lopped off. No cancer is good. No cancer is good. No cancer is good. So so they think they've they've gotten it all. Yes, yes. And uh, she comes from a uh, strong family history of breast cancer. She has the gene. uh, 
cancer wasn't detected in both breasts, but she's uh, just for a safety gone to uh, the double mastectomy. And she'll be returning to Samantha who? Uh, I understand so, yes. She's, she's not going to take the coward's way out like Michael J. Fox did? <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a big, big Michael J. Fox fan. I'm also a big Michael and J. Fox fan. And Spin City was an awesome show. Spin City was a great show until Charlie Sheen yeah, exactly. ruined it. Uh, the but that was because Michael J. Fox had to You know play. what, I'm, I'm going to do, because, you know, I've been coming up with a lot of series uh, that we're going to be doing on Box Cutters. Mm. I've just thought of another one. Sitcoms that changed after the first season. Mm. There, are, there are quite a few. Spin Bewitched. City. No, Bewitched, in, I mean, changed into from black and white to colour, but that doesn't count. Spin City, uh, the first season was exceptional. Second season, it all changed. Uh because Heather Locklear joined as well, didn't she? She joined uh, mm-hmm. like series three, I yeah. think. See, I watched a lot of Spin City. Uh-huh. I liked it. I liked it even when it got shit. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, two guys going to a pizza place. Oh, when it just became two guys and a girl. Yeah. Where's the pizza place? The pizza place was the whole charisma of that show. That's because we were all hungry. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's mm, a good pizza, pizza. place. Uh, so, yeah, she'll be returning to Samantha Who? I, I missed what you said. Yes, uh, well, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like getting some new breasts and she's joked that she's going to have great cans till she's 90 now. Oh, good on for her. I like that. Fans of The Shield will be happy and also kind of sad to know that a new season of The Shield will be coming to uh, FX in the States in September. No word from Charlton when uh, we'll get to see the remainder of the series they launched off. Midway no, through. no word. But Channel Bit Torrent will have it, and uh, and that's one you can probably rely on. Is uh, is my guess. That's how the young people download their television. I've, I've I've been exploring downloading television. Have you, Josh? Yes. Have uh, Have you found it? Pretty good, except I, I wish you had said on the internet, on the interwebs. Um, I downloaded the uh, second series of um, Thirty Rock. And then spent enough time not watching it. Like, I watched it or loved it. And then obviously spent a month not watching it. And then thought, you know what I'd like to watch? The second series of 30 Rock. I'll go download it. Oh. Forgetting that I'd already downloaded it. So I spent like a day downloading all of it and then went to open up. I've seen this. <laughs> so, you know, I really want to watch The L Word. It's not just my haircut talking. <laughs> I, I've heard a lot about it and I've, I've missed it. It feels like a pop cultural phenomenon that has just passed me by. And and I don't know how to get started. And then you can't get... I can't find Series 1 anywhere. It's on DVD, isn't it? Oh, what? For money? Oh, yeah, yeah, for money. Do I look like I'm made of that stuff? Well, no. Try your local library. No, you Who's look... No, I'm as... banned from the library. <laughs> Go to We've got some one. issues. No, I'm, I think it'd probably be worldwide banned by about now. Oh, yeah. really? Because yeah. we sad. had John Richards in last week talking about uh, uh, time jump. What's it called? Um, <laughs> time jump. Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap, yes. <laughs> Now, there's a show that, he, that I, thought, I love. That he picked thought, up from the Fitzroy you, Library. I thought you were talking about some kind of uh, uh, theatre sports game. <laughs> Time jump. Yeah, you're right. It's that, like space jump. That's, thank yes. God you're yeah, here, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yes. So, yes, Quantum Leap was available at his, at his local library. Hmm. Uh, you could go to his local library. I'd have to use a fake name. Use John Richards. Great. Yeah, I think done. I can pull that off. You've only been yeah. in the state for like five minutes. How have you possibly disgraced yourself with I've our public I've still got some books. It's been a couple of years since I first got here. Well, anyway, The Shield is coming back to FX on uh, September the 2nd for its final season. It's going to finish up uh, late November, uh, which is sad. 
that's sad for me. It's going to finish up on November the 25th. No more Vic Mackey. Mm. I've never that. seen it. You've never seen The Shield? We well, you know what you could do. You could make me a little little bunch of CDs so I can watch these things that you talk of. Oh, I, I could. could. Before I even come on the show. I could. So it could be switched on. I love watching. I've been binge watching heaps of things. SVU. I've been all about rape. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone nuts. In fact, I've watched for about, in three days, I watched two seasons. It's about tw- at least 20 episodes, I reckon, in a season. That's a lot of sex crime. And but I was yes. just starting to walk around going like, hey, he looks really rapey. <laughs> Definite perp. Well, Definitely molesty, that one over there. Well, you know, if, if you're into sex crime... Oh, who uh, isn't? The You'd be Shield, mad. The Shield is totally going to be your bag. Really? Yeah. Look good. I look forward to exploring it then. Abso- absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I'll drop it in your box. Governor? Another... Programming update. Uh, according to TV Tonight, uh, Secret Diary of a Call Girl is coming up uh, on local screens. For those who have just joined us, we reviewed it uh, some time back and it is not worth the trouble of turning on the TV. Billy, Don't bother. That the Billy Piper Billy Piper, yeah. yeah. I've heard good things about that, but mostly in the Daily Mail in the UK. Right, <laughs> see, I, no, like, even the sex things aren't, aren't particularly erotic. Mm. Oh. Well, yeah. So there's, I, there's I, not even that to make up for it being a, a kind of crap so there's, series. there's not even a little bit of titillation to no. to to keep you watching. No, they like, should learn a lesson from SBS. So, what channel is that going to be on? Uh, channel nine, isn't it? Ten thirty Tuesday, September second. On yes, nine. Right. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. Don't watch it. Uh, in more 90210. Have you been following the whole 90210 <gasps> thing? Yeah, yes. and then Tori's not in it anymore, but Shannon's in it. But there was just this like party in the US when Jenny Garth and um, Shannon Doherty haven't been photographed together. Right. Because there's still theories that they might hate each other. Really? They're still still fighting over Dylan? I hope so. I think everyone just fought with Shannon Doherty because she's like batshit crazy. Well, yeah. yeah. But awesome. Like, like she can deliver that. She, she like if I think if she turned her cold hard stare on me, I would die inside. I oh, love her t- totally. Yeah, but uh, she, she, she's nuts. Yeah, she is. And still, she was quite good in that witchy show. Yeah, charmed. I never really got into chunks. I was a Buffy person, but I mean the fact that Aaron Spelling brought her back. He's dead. Well, he's dead now, and so he hasn't brought her back into Beverly Hills 90210, but I meant that having worked with her, even though she was notoriously difficult on the original series of Beverly Hills 90210, uh, he then produced Charmed Ah, and still ah, employed her. So there's got to be something there. I'm not as ignorant as I look, Josh. No, I see where you're going. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, I didn't... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, 90210... Uh, is uh, is in more controversy because now critics are not going to be getting preview. Oh yeah, discs. C- critic sucks. And uh, oh, well, they are, and they and they're, and they're not clearly. The the CW doesn't want nine hundred two one zero reviewed before it goes to air. Yeah. Which which only, can only be which can only mean that it's appalling. Yeah. But that makes no sense. Now the thing is, Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Was not a great show. Well, well, there's. I tell you what, there's a little nine-year-old called Jess Maguire back in 1990 that would beg to differ. In 1990, mm. it was a great show for nine-year-olds. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> but it wasn't. But as you know, as far as a well-made show, well-acted show, uh, a well-written show, 
it was it was I a show. It was just because you wanted to hang out at the Peach Pit. Having Andrea portray a you know a fifty year old woman portraying a <laughs> high school magazine editor, and flawlessly, I might add, oh, Andrea Zuckerman, e- easily, e- easily pass. So close to getting her virginity or giving it away to Brandon. God, so you know, I did not miss an episode of that show. That was the only show, the first show I remember having never missed an episode of for about three years. So, are you going to watch the new one? I'll give it a go, but I mean, I got very bored of it when I got a little bit older, and the, obviously the acting turned. You know, horrible. Do you remember those shows as well? Like that they get really dated. Class of '96. I loved Class of '96. <laughs> Class of '96 because you know that that takes it back to '92. That's when it was out. You're like you're like one of the only people I know who remembers Class of '96. It TV had Dig- hits, big hits, smash hits. It had my Bibles <laughs> at that age. Dickie House's girlfriend Wanda in it. Wanda, what did she look like again? She had uh, dark hair and basically has been replaced in the world by Nev Campbell. I'm seeing Winnie. That's all. All I'm saying is Winnie from yep. in my head when I hear Wanda. Oh, oh, Winnie Cooper. Yeah. yeah. They all had, uh, you know, long, dark, straight hair. Uh, that's all I remember about Class of 96, and it lasted less than one season. Yeah. Uh, but it was good. It was good, and it was fun. And do you remember, was it 2000 Malibu Drive or something? It was Drew Barrymore before she went back and had her having success again in her career. She was briefly in another soap that flopped, but it was something Malibu Drive. Um, and it totally didn't work. But then I think she started doing the movies and maybe got back into it all that way. In uh, in similar before they were famous news, mm. uh, both Mayim Bialik. Yeah, and, yeah, Blossom. Yeah. The sun is going to surely shine. And uh, uh, I have just forgotten her name. That crazy, horrible woman from California. California. Uh, the... Oh, she uh, she's now she fronts a band now, and there are people out there screaming, screaming her name. She's in California. California. Uh, no, no, no. California. Yeah, with a K. Oh, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis were both in the last season of Facts of Life. I did not know that. And do you know what? You know what else? I've, I host trivia nights around town. And um, one of the things we do to give away a jug of beer is sort of going through an actor's resume from, you know, least known earlier stuff to later. And I was kind of – I hadn't read it properly. So I was, as I was going through it, I did George Clooney's. That man has been on so many 80s soaps. Golden Girls, Facts of Life. Not soap, sorry. Just like you know, sitcoms, sitcoms. Sitcom guru. Roseanne. I discovered the other day he was in an episode of Throb. Of course he was. It was, was also in um, – Oh, oh, Predator the Musical or Predator the Concert or something <laughs> oh. like that. It's a golden resume. He's really, he's really done everything. He has. He deserves his success. Everyone, everyone thinks, oh, he came out of nowhere and did AR. No, no, no. He was a jobbing actor. He really, he really was. He had a was. bit of a mullet going on back then too. Yeah, yeah, he rocked a mullet. Yeah. yeah. But I'd still tap that. Brett Cropley, have you got anything else? Uh, just uh, a heads up because uh, Channel 10 at the end of last week's burn notice said that's the last one we'll be seeing for some time. Uh, seems they changed their mind and uh, don't change your video recording schedule because it does continue. <laughs> I was about to and then and then luckily I came across the um, TV tonight this afternoon and saw that it's still on. Why do they do that? Why would they do that to people? Uh, yeah, I've they've, been watching a bit of Burn Notice. They've almost been abusing Burn Notice as much as they've abused The Shield. Yeah. Um, Do you like Burn Notice? You're into it? Yeah, it's a, it's a really likeable kind of comedy action series. I think she looks a bit rough. The girlfriend? Yeah. A bit rough. Sometimes. Sometimes she just looks very angular. She worries me. I like the yeah. mum. 
Yeah. Who's the mum again? Well, uh, Sharon Gless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, Cagney and Lacey. And, and more importantly, um, Queer as Folk, US version. Yeah. Um, the the uh, much maligned US version. What? Maligned by who? You? Yes. I'll stab you. I but love then, that show because I love Brian Kenny. I also uh, maligned the UK version. I had nothing for that show. It's a soap opera. Well, if you want to be a homophobe, then all right, Josh, that's what you like. Yeah, fair enough. Can we skip along? Yeah. Josh is going to hate uh, crime, everyone. Can we? Can <laughs> <laughs> Let's skip along. Shouldn't have brought up the L word then, should I? And that. Oh, no, I'm all for lesbians. <laughs> is the Box Cutters News. Hi, this is Jim Shembury from The Age newspaper. Just telling you all to listen to Box Cutters if it's the last thing you do. Josh, Brett and Ross are the most informed, entertaining funniest guys you'll ever hear over a pod i still don't know what podcasting is but apparently if you go onto the arpanet you can you can get it the app of oh, the internet i'm sorry that was the old word for it yes box cutters listen up it's great and thanks to jim shambry for for that mm. russ hasn't been back since he recorded that it's, and he wasn't in on the episode that jim was in it's kind of curious that uh, jim knows him so well yeah i know yeah well, you know, they hang out. Hi to Ross if, you, if he bothers listening. <laughs> I'm sure he? he does. He's, uh, he's, he's looking taken after the a, baby. taken a sabbatical looking after his baby. What's his baby called? Uh, are you allowed to say? Uh, I just call him Seuss. Yeah. I they, call him Seuss. They are trying to avoid the, uh, the, the thing, Arty. Paparazzi. Paparazzi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So uh, he's got one Seuss, one Prince, and one Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson's kids. No, well, no, I'm on it. Yeah. I'm on it. You don't have to tell me Michael Jackson's kid is called Blanket, honestly. <laughs> I live in shit. <laughs> <laughs> and with that in mind, Jess, Australian Idol. Yeah. Now, th- there are rumours. Well, yeah. no, not, not rumours. We're fairly sure Channel 7 are putting Dancing with the Stars up against Idol this year. Could be trouble. What's going to happen? Look, I don't know. It's it's all going to depend on the talent that they choose. But I I just always feel that by this point, anyone that's any good would would have been discovered, you know. And anyone else is making records for Hillsong, so <laughs> just directly probably selling more. Um, but you know, I did watch it last night. I it was sort of punchier, I guess. It didn't have not having Mark Holden. I think helped. That man just speaks so much shit. And you, you forget until, you, you know, you have one blissful episode of not hearing, that was the goobity boo boo shippy dee ba ba touchdown you know? <laughs> that complete nonsense that made no sense. Um, but, you know, I, I think it might be the series that makes me like Kyle Sanderlands, though, and that makes my skin crawl. How? How, is, how are you going to like Kyle Sanderlands? Vaguely. He seems vaguely likeable. Almost funny in some moments. I don't understand it either. Is he still doing the nasty role? No, I think Dicko is sort of... Wrestling a bit of that back, right? Um, there was a, like, I mean, he's a bit of an idiot. He's, he's not very witty, but occasionally he can pull pull it off a little bit. It weirds me out. But uh, I just love that they're, they're trying to sell it as well. Ricky Lee, who has joined Ricky Lee, being the one that got season two expected to win and then uh, didn't unexpectedly booted. Sure. So now she's working on the show as like a, a mentor. Oh. To the artist, which is probably a lot better than uh, Leah McLeod, who was the original mentor to the Australian Idols like a couple of years ago, and just which well, she's not—I don't think she's a musician. Doesn't really. She just sort of would hang around the house like some sort of weird fangirl and sort of pat them on the back all the time. And and the best thing I ever saw about Leah McLeod is there was this kid. What was her name? Um, Amal, Amali, Amali. I think she was. 
possibly series two. Yeah, series two. And she um she wrote this song. She just was jamming right before she left the house on the piano, and she just wrote this song like um. And just then it goes, um, you call me every day and say, how are you doing? I tell you, I'm not doing that great, Leah. Shut your mole face, McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> it was the funniest thing that any idol has ever done. This kid was 16. I was like, you should have won. <laughs> Shut your mole face, McLeod. Uh, so anyway, so Ricky Lee's doing that job now. And um, she keeps telling the press that m- this year Marsha's like, total bitch. Pretty much. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right, obviously. Right. Um, and I just think, like, Chanel Cole may want to differ because Marsha Hines has a real problem with sort of sexy ladies, like ladies that are a bit sensual when they sing. But the guys, you can see her eyes move from the face down when they're singing. She uh-huh. had the horn for a couple of them yesterday. She likes the shoes they're wearing. Yeah, she loves the shoes they're wearing right. and often their belts as well. Ah. Um, but no, <laughs> she, she likes a man who can accessorise. She loves a man who can, yeah, she clearly is not very good at spotting the guy. Um, but no, look, it was, um, it was all right. We'll have to see what the final sort of few people Cause what, are. What, Cause it's going to depend on this, the talent. This week's episode, what, what was it? It was, it was. Last the, night was the, or the, the first night's episode was, uh, the Melbourne auditions. Okay. So they're going through that whole audition process. Cause I, I yeah, can, but usually that can be quite tedious and I actually, it actually felt a, a lot, a lot lighter to me. Like I'm faster and punchy. I don't know why. Um, and the usual sob stories and stuff like that. But, I mean, really, at, at the end of the day, it's going to be whoever they've got in the final 12, if they're remotely endearing enough. And, I mean, there's, I think there's probably a very good chance that Dancing with the Stars will end up pummeling it. Because do, does the competition matter when it comes to Idol? Like, do people tune in to, to, to really barrack for their favourite? Oh, sometimes they do. I just tune in to bitch about it. It's great. My friend, like, I, some of the Idol blogs are hilarious. That's almost worth watch, watching the show simply to just read these cutting comments that people make in the direction. But, um, I mean, if you do have a favourite, and it's really rare, the only one that I ever really, really, really... I liked Ricky Lee, but I really, really liked Chanel Cole in Series 2 because she, you know, getting up there and doing um, propeller heads and, and other... So do, do they get to choose their Porter? own? Yeah, they do. And often, as they always hammer home, it's about song choice. So she would do Porter's Head, but, you know... She pulled off doing Porter's Head, which is a pretty... Very hard. Very tough thing. To, you know, all things considered in Idol, where you're mostly getting people doing Bon Jovi and yeah. and all the rest. And, you know... See, because I always, I always thought that they were given the songs. I didn't realise that, no, they, they, that choose they chose them. the songs. They get given the genre a lot of the time. But I think this year as well, I have a feeling that... Because, you know, the US um, Idol is still going, I think, pretty well, all things considered, and get, still gets really big ratings and also gets really big stars coming on. And so instead of having, like, Blues Week or, or 60s Week, like Australia's been doing, they'll have a week where they'll have, like, Elton John or or someone on... I don't know if it was Elton John, but there was certainly someone incredibly famous came on, and they've been doing it a couple of times. Bill, Billy Ocean? I wish it was bloody Billy Ocean. I'd be on the show. When the going gets tough, the tough get rough, yeah. Oh, sorry, I've been DJing that a lot lately. Um... So they come in, and so every the, all the all the singers do a song of theirs, and they get mentored by the artists. So I have a feeling I've heard that they're thinking of doing a very similar thing here. But you know, obviously in Australia, it'll probably be Kate Sobrano with Phil, because mm-hmm. <laughs> Phil can't go anywhere that Kate's not. Uh, see, because I I've never watched an episode of Idol. Oh my god! And yet you sit through Gladiators. I love Gladiators, but I've never I've never watched. So do they all live in a house together? Yeah, eventually. It used to be quite near um, where I used to live in Sydney. They had a big house in Kalara, the uh, the Noel Sebastian 
series. But uh, um, no, they do. I think they, they have the final twelve and they put them in a big house. But you don't really get the big brotherish drama. It's just usually like a whole lot of slobby teenage boys. What you really want is like a bit of sex as well. That would really spice up that show. Like when Chanel Cole, because she was clearly gagging for it in an awesome way. <laughs> like that's why Marsha didn't like her because she was sexy. She would get on stage and when she sang, she was sultry. You couldn't take your eyes off her. And she knew how to play up to the men. Like, you know, Dicko and Mark would be like, oh. and Marsha was like, bitch, please. No, you didn't, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, when Marsha gets really straight. Um, and then you would see footage of them going somewhere and, like, we'd be gripped. It wouldn't even be a storyline in the show, but we'd be like, look at the way Chanel's looking at Ben. Look at the way she's <laughs> she wants she's like, oh, my God, she, no, she's sitting on Daniel's lap. She's sitting on Daniel's lap. And you'd see it and then, like, and she turns out she was gagging for it because I was on this friend's blog, right, and he found her blog. She writes a blog on her website. And she talks a lot. Of, she actually ended up going out with this guy, Daniel, the one that did this really infamous, horrible version of Rock DJ by Robbie Williams. He was an opera singer and they told him to, like, get pop or get cool or something. So he delivered the most awkward. You remember Rock DJ obviously having an incredibly, I mean, I'm not even sure if Robbie Williams pulled it off, the the rap at the beginning, yes, yes. right, let alone this awkward large opera guy trying to bounce around looking really relevant doing a Robbie Williams rap before it was no it it was no wham rap it was no wham rap it was so derided and he was and he got really angry and got really tushy but anyway she ended up going out with him and then she's like writing in her diary going oh my god he can read whatever he likes in bed as long as he makes love to me twice as much and we're just like (laughs) oh my god so she was it turned out she was a Right. And I love this. That's so, what I need. Sex so it that's, up. So that's what you get out, out of because I like I, I was a big fan of uh, of Rockstar. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. In excess Rockstar and Rockstar Supernova. Gary Gary Beers rules. Gary Gary Beers turns out to be the most charismatic member he's of in excess. Awesome. Who knew? I was obsessed oh, with Gary it. Gary. I love. I just love that he's Gary Gary already, and yeah. his last name's Beers. It's all working for mm. me. On uh, on Rockstar though, he had just changed it to Gary Beers. That's upsetting. Which is that's why in excess are no good anymore. But. Well, that and the lead singer uh, killed himself. Yeah, Kirk Penkin is an idiot. But allegedly, according to the coroner, oh, yeah. I've heard different things. <laughs> yeah, according to the coroner, he oh, is there a conspiracy? Was it Kim Wilson that uh, slung him up and then slipped out the back entrance? I heard it was the IRA, but you know, I don't want to start any wars. I've heard, but it was genuine, in Sydney. Yeah, no, I think it, I think Paula Yates was on the right track with what she thinks happened. Yeah, from Paul, what I've well, heard, it was Bob. No, no, yeah, Paul, no, she never blamed Bob. Polly Yates, uh, after the coroner, uh, this is nothing to do with television, but after the coroner uh, said it was suicide, she came out and said, that's bollocks. Uh, Michael was the sort of person who would try anything. Anything, yeah. Mm. I'm not saying that he intended to kill himself. I'm saying that he was going the autoerotic asphyxiation and had an accident. What do you think? think, think Hooray at (laughs) boxcutters.net. I heard, yeah, I heard someone who had a brother-in-law that was one of the cops that found him and there's stuff that didn't come out publicly. Bam! Can you tell us off air? I'll tell you off air. I'm not okay, going okay. to. I don't want to bring you in a so lawsuit, the, uh, babe. So, so again. <laughs> so that's so. So idle. He and they did it. So I see because idle, you can't just fa- you can fast forward through the songs. I'm guessing on idle, but then just stop for the judging. Is the judge because the judging is the important part? What about the Monday night show? Do you watch the Monday night show? Which one's the Monday one? Isn't that the one where they vote, where the audience votes? We have to kind of watch that because you get some good sobby reactions. But the trouble is as well, they take a good thing and then they like, oh, drag it out. You know, having to hear Andrew G go, Jonathan, last night you performed 
a version of cold chisels, flame trees. Australia has voted and their decision will be revealed after the break. So, so has he been training AJ from Fattest Loser? Head, yes, they all do it. It's the most oh, infuriating thing. Australia's Got Talent. Horrible. Just Jules, Jules say Lund, it. Jules Lund does it for Hole in the Wall. No way. <laughs> Jules yeah. Lund. That boy, I, I'm still angry about the Garnier room at the Logies about two years ago where he'd be like, you know, he would uh, just have, it was just the most horrible advertising thing ever. Oh, look at my hair. It's so yeah, yeah. Anyway. Cut out my swearing in the edit. So that's Idol. I get really riled up about Jules Lund. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. That's Idol. It's nice uh, 7.30 Sunday nights on 10. <coughs> should have used a cough button. Um, and, yeah, you should have. Do, do it now. Right. <coughs> that's better. Oh, that felt nice. Mm. Um, I believe, yeah, I believe it's on. The, look, the Sunday show is the one that you want to watch. But you know the beauty of it is? It all ends up on YouTube. You don't even need to watch a show if you don't want to. Find a good... My friend Scott, but he's in the UK, so he can't read his. But there's a couple of really good ones to read. You can go to um, scott2bc.blogspot.com. I go through some of his idle raps from the last couple of years. I was actually having a reread of them yesterday and in hysterics. I loved his writing about it. Uh, There's... Don't know the address of it, but her name is Petstar, P-E-T-S-T-A-R-R. Google her and idle... And uh, that's sort of Dicko, I think, Reddit, and all, all the people that are actually on the show find it hilarious as well. Right. And, of course, uh, defamer.com.au will be doing some coverage of Idol. And who, who does that still any good? Some hot bitch. I still don't. Yeah, yeah. No, of course I'm still doing it. Yeah. I'm amazing. You are. You are. We'll have more of your amazingness after this. Hi, this is Lawrence Mooney. I've been on the telly, and if you're into televisual delights, then there's only one show you need to be listening to, and that's Box Cutters. Get your ears into it. And now on Box Cutters, it's time to talk about young person's television. Yes. I'm young. You are young. I'll keep you in touch with your core audience. Talking about Daria this week, Jess. Yeah. You a fan of Daria? A little bit, but I didn't really know that much about her. I've got to be, I've got to be honest. Um, I, I, I mean, I watched a, a few episodes, but I was never someone that ran home and watched it. So clearly <laughs> don't belong in this segment at all. Well, Daria started as uh, a character in Beavis and Butthead. I remember that. And she was so just... So we're talking animation here. Yes. Yep. It is It is animation. Sorry, I should have missed you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rick. It was quite simple animation from memory, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was. It, there was no real computer animation. They, they used uh, repeating backgrounds. They did. You know, it's it's really traditional animation. Uh, really, just uh, you know, keeping the the bodies the same, moving the mouths. Uh, very simple, but they got the job done. Uh, started as a character in Beavis and Butthead, and uh, MTV wanted a half hour show that could show some of the music that they would have on MTV. And that was pretty much the brief that the creators of, of Daria had, was just go create a show. So they took this mm-hmm. character that... So it was, was it Mike Judge? It wasn't Mike Judge. They took this character that uh, MTV already owned and transferred her from the town of Beavers and Butthead lived in to uh, this town, Lawndale. So the first episode of Daria is Daria moving to Lawndale with her family. Daria is... A surly fifteen-year-old. Aren't they all? Yes. She uh, doesn't want to have friends. She doesn't want to move. She moves into this new house and discovers that there is a bedroom in the house that uh, had 
some kind of psych patient in it, has padded walls, and uh, she chooses that as her bedroom. That's that's the kind of uh, black-wearing uh, teenager she was. You know, this is back before... Uh, back before emos were cutting themselves. Yeah. yeah. Before self-harming became massive. Yeah. Before it became the thing to do. If I was a box, I'd cut myself. Nice. You could do that as an ID later on. Maybe you will. Maybe you will. Uh, so, so that's who... She goes to this new school, Lawndale High, and doesn't think she's going to make any friends. Her sister, Quinn, is a hyper-popular girl. She's good-looking. Uh, she's, uh, she's got the, the, the clothes, and she just immediately finds the most popular girls at school talks about fashion to them. They start a fashion club, and uh, and so she is in. With so it's a bit like instantly. Mean Girls, in a way. Well, kind of. Kind of, you know, it's, it's that... It has that uh, American high school uh, stereotypes that, uh, that we know so well. Daria thinks she's not going to make any friends. Uh, she meets this girl, Jane, Jane Lane... Uh, they do become friends, and uh, then the episodes are pretty much about the adventures of Daria and Jane together. Now, these are mostly self-contained episodes. Together. Yes, as, oh, as, as just friends. Just as buddies. Okay. As friends. Don't try and... No, I'm just asking. I'm mm. clarifying. And, uh, and they go Always through... Always looking for the Liz, aren't you, Cropley? They go through all the trial and tribula- trials and tribulations of high school life. The thing that makes Daria so good, though, are the characters, and, and, and the characters are just superb. Daria isn't even... Uh, it, you know, she's there to basically hold the story together, but uh, the teachers, Mr O'Neill, Mr DiMartino, uh, they're superb. The, the, uh, the headmistress of the, of the school, where she's just constantly trying to cut down the resources that they have in the school and just uh, stopping this and stopping that from happening, trying to save money wherever she can and doing these, uh, these huge money drives so that they can uh, buy something unnecessary like a uh, metal detector mm-hmm. for the school. Uh, Daria's parents, uh, the mother is a, a work-obsessed lawyer and the father is a something consultant who doesn't he doesn't really know what he does where his place is in the world and uh, and finds everything confusing is always one step behind uh, the the thing that made Daria great was that they just had scripts that worked they concentrated on story and telling story really well so uh, yes, it was it was established to kind of show music through the show, but essentially they just used bits of songs that they would play from MTV as segues from one scene to another. And so you might get you know five seconds of a Sonic Youth song or something like that. And uh, it, it ended up getting this huge following because the uh, the stories were so good, and these were characters that people could relate to because they could always relate to an outsider or people trying to fit in or uh, or the popular kids. And that worked really well. Mm. And from memory, it didn't talk down to kids and so it, it kind of came from their understanding and, and the kids could relate to it really well. That's right. It was in no way condescending. Yeah. Uh, Daria had two uh, movie-length episodes. Is it Fall Yet and Is It College Yet? 
finishing off the the series? Is it fall yet? Uh, comes between the uh, second last and the last series, and is it college yet? Finishes off the series completely with uh, all the class going off to college. Uh, the series has not been released on DVD. Well, that sounds like a travesty. It sounds like is. royalties issues again. It is royalties issues because they used music all the way through the show and the closing credits would be a different song every week uh, and usually the song was chosen to reflect uh, the mood of, of the episode uh, and uh, one time it was just Cake's Daria because Cake had a song called Daria. Uh, the, and because of all of that music and how impossible it is to get the rights to that music, it hasn't been released on Why DVD. Why is it impossible? It's not impossible, it's just very hard work that nobody wants to do. That's it's impossible for me. Mm. CMTV sure. should have written up a, a decent contract that had those releases in them before they put the songs into the, the series. Yeah, they really should have. Yeah. But There was no such thing as DVDs. Then. No, but there was video. Yeah, but, and Dari was released on video. And this is what I can't understand. But it is an absolute travesty. You can get Is It Fall Yet and Is It College Yet on DVD. But... Uh, I watched them recently and discovered you can't really watch them in isolation if you've never seen any other Daria. Mm. Uh, there's a, a lot that uh, goes on before that. There's a lot of story and a lot of character that's uh, that's coming together. So it's really a shame that Daria just doesn't appear on the DVD shelves. And they're, they're not showing it anymore on the ABC. They, they did show it here uh, both on ABC and on MTV. And now it's not getting shown at all, and I think it should be in continual repeats. Replace it's, The Simpsons, perhaps, on Channel 10. That that would be wonderful. It would never work on Channel 10, though, because oh. there, there aren't... Uh, It'll be too dark for them, yeah. like The Shield. Yeah. It's, oh, it could play in a double with The Shield. Yeah. That's, a do- that's a double that I'd watch. So, Daria, you can find episodes on the internet. Uh, they're not great quality, or the ones that I've found aren't great quality. And nothing on Channel BT? Uh, well, that's, yeah, I don't, nothing I've found has, has been good. I did have them all on VHS, uh, but then I moved house once and lost one of the, the tapes, and I really, I went back to the house and searched and searched and searched. I have no idea where that tape is, Aww. but I did have every single episode on, on tape. It, it's excellent, and it is one of those things that if you do manage to get uh, copies of it, you can watch it over and over and over again. It's Daria. Hey, um... When I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. It's a short show, but that's because Jess Maguire has to get out of the studio. No, I wasn't saying that. It's, I was just trying to work out who that voice was. It's Brian Ann Kerbis. Jinx! Yeah, now he can't talk for the rest of the show. Your plan is worked perfectly, Josh Gennar. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Brett Cropley, what have Thank you got you. for Paul? I was trying to get Jess McGuire to say my name. Brett uh, Cropley. Without saying oh. anything. Oh, oh. Well, that, that was pretty easy. You just say Jess McGuire, say my name, and apparently and I did. It happens. No, but I can't say it while I'm in Jinx. See? That's Because he was jinxed. God, I loved high school and primary school. <laughs> <laughs> Great to be here. So you got some, uh, you got some pork. No, nothing. 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 Nothing for pork. No. What's going to happen? Been was kind of pork. We're, <laughs> you did that as news. No. So now, now you're not doing your news as pork. It's been you're doing such your pork a, as news. Such a 
I found this week even harder to find news than last week with the Olympics going on. And, uh, and man, hasn't uh, Channel 7 gotten the heavy end of the stick? Uh, as far having as a go at Sonia their... Kruger. That upsets me. I love Sonia Kruger. It's just, they, they made a fool of her. Yeah. And it's... But she's awesome. You know it's her birthday on Thursday the 28th. I did not know. Her producer, apparently she reads Defamer. And um, um, and so I've got this running joke that she's our best friend, even though I've never actually personally had to deal with her. And now her management and her producers and stuff like that always email me updates and they sent me this thing saying it's her birthday on Thursday. Oh, well, we would, I, You should have her in for an interview. I will. We, we, would, we would love to have her in the show. Maybe. Well, she's... Yeah, if you're chatting to her. Yeah, well, she's... Uh, they're doing, during Dancing with the Stars, they'll be doing uh, their breakfast show for Melbourne on Mondays from the Sunday night show being filmed in Melbourne. So you may have a chance. That would be great. Mm. It would be, be excellent. What's the breakfast show? Um, she hosts, so yeah, sorry, we don't have it in Sydney. She hosts In Melbourne. In Melbourne, it's sorry. In Sydney. It is in Sydney. It's the Mix 106.5 breakfast show in Sydney. But it is going to be simulcast, I think, a, a little for a little while at some point this year or like something in this oh, news. Yes, yes, yes. There has been talk that they're going to dump uh, two chicks in the metro. Yeah. Oh. Because the ads annoy me as well. And that's why they're dumping it, because I was not happy. Because you're not happy and you run this town, I, I run this town so hard. You run this town. <laughs> what other breakfast shows are going to get dumped? Uh, oh, well, yeah. It's what, well, Sunrise, clearly not. No. But have we heard anything more on the, uh, on the Mel news from, from last week? That, no. That Mel was out the door? No, nothing. Why was Mel saw. out the door? Because she was pissed off that Koshy's getting more money. Yeah. 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 I'm sure that's why they're a family. <laughs> so, so she's she's negotiating while well, trying to get more money out of them. At the same time, production have put Fifi Box on, uh, doing the weather, which seems to be a little bit of a, a, bit of a, a tra- power play backwards. Saying, "Yeah, fine, Mel, take off. We'll uh, just we've got a replacement oh. here already on the show for you." Wow, she's a very tall woman, Mel. Really? I stood in it, yeah. I was surprised. I, mm. You know, she's a lot taller than is I she, am. Is she I'm taller? not sure. I'm 5'6". Is she taller than Andrew G? Well, she was standing on Andrew G at the time. Ah, <laughs> see. Which raised her to about, she, she went from 5'9 to 5'10 standing on Andrew G. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got Andrew G in my other pocket. <laughs> you play nice with Denya. <laughs> James Matheson is not a marble-mouthed, bug-eyed buffoon. Hush! <laughs> oh, is this... I, <laughs> what the uh, listeners don't know is that they're kept in your bra. Yeah, apparently. I just realised that. I actually have no pockets. I'm holding my no, shirt out looking at my cans. You have no pockets. Well, they need some level ground to s- The left one's on. Grant Denier, the right one's Andrew G. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like them both the same, just Maguire. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, the uh, New York Television Festival, which uh, is a, a great... They just have pilots. Oh. Uh, they have some uh, unaired pilots, some pre-air pilots, uh, some uh, we just made this in the backyard but thinks, think it's good enough to show people that submit it to the New York Television Festival and the New York Television Festival think it's okay and so they'll show lots of people pilots. Uh, it's a really interesting festival and this year they're uh, going to have uh, qu- quite a few uh, highlights including uh, the American remake of Life on Mars, mm-hmm. which I've already seen the pilot episode of. What's that like? Uh, yeah, it's all right. Who's in it? It's a uh, um oh, people. What's Ashes to Ashes so like? New York based. Uh, I can't even remember. I was just not very West Coast, impressed. East Coast. And Ashes to Ashes, I didn't like either. Yeah, I liked Life. I liked Life on Mars the first two. Well, Life years, on but Mars I haven't seen great. Ashes to Ashes. Yet. Ashes to Ashes. The the woman really annoyed me. Who was the woman? Uh, she's a a, a kind of police psychologist. Uh, 
who uh, who gets uh, thrown back into the eighties, and so she wears a lot of off the shoulder tops with lots of teased hair. And like the seventies is way better. Yeah, and was Jean Jean's not in Ashes Tashes, is he? Yes. Yeah, he Jean Jeannie's in yeah. in there. Yeah, they've all moved to London. Um, I think Eric I'd, Roberts is in Life. I think he plays the Jean Jeannie role in uh, in Life on Mars in the America. Eric Roberts, who just turns up in everything now. We, we didn't see him for years and years and years. And now he's everywhere. He's trying to, you know, get some momentum back from his daughter. He's in that movie. The, I really want to go to it. Oh, I made a note of the name. Hang on. I made a note <laughs> on my phone. The ad came wandering idle and I was like... Speaking oh. of daughters, I had no idea until I was looking up stuff last night that Miley Cyrus is daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, you Where are- have you been? <laughs> and do you know that Miley isn't even her name? Yes, because it's, uh, it rhymes with Smiley. And, yeah, uh, her real name is Destiny like Hope. Destiny. Destiny oh, look who's Hope. a giant fan club oh. member over there. It's oh, yeah, vaguely now. creepy now. I know. Probably. He went, went from knowing nothing about her yeah. to having pictures of her up on his wall. And That's what happens when the punters ask me for music. I just have to find out everything about the artists that they want. Her brother, Trace, is in that, um, do that song, Shake. That uh, what do they call Metro Station? Yes, yeah, shake it, shake it, but not like a Polaroid picture, unfortunately. It's like a milkshake. No, just shaking it like some sort of emo pop punk crap piece. Oh. That's another big uh, song at the moment. Too. Massive song. Yeah, they're taking over. Miley Cyrus really freaks me out a little bit because I, I quite like it in a weird way, but I, only because when she talks, she sounds like some sort of forty-seven-year-old withered waitress from the south of America. <laughs> Yeah, well, I had a great time. Yeah. And it's coming out of this like hot little 15-year-old that takes like too many porn shots of herself. <laughs> who just needs to put the mobile phone away. And then and you think, we expect to go like, yeah, I like it. She's like, well, I, I've, been, I've been singing in concerts all my life. <laughs> so what, what is the thing with Hannah Montana? She's a, a high school girl by day and, and pop star superstar by night. Yeah, she, she's Miley by day and Hannah Montana is the stage name. It's actually quite genius from Disney have really like done I, that what their genre that they're doing at the moment of you you sell the show um, because because they own the rights to the music and stuff like that as well. Like, mm-hmm. You know, so you you have the TV star. You make out through the TV show that this person is huge. You know, you film concerts where you've got screaming paid kids, which then makes the kids at home watching it go. Wow, this must be huge, and I don't want to miss out on this this phenomenon that is apparently quite massive. So then they actually go to concert, you film the concert, then you sell it as a movie. You have the world's biggest blockbuster movie while you're doing the concert, while you're doing the TV things. They've got it with Jonas Brothers as well, and they're constantly the, the, grooming. The new handsome. Yeah, they're constantly grooming new kids, and it's just like it's it's must be the biggest money spinner. They're just they're milking the tweens. If you want to hear a really interesting take on that, uh, a show that I listen to called. Uh, the business mm. from uh, NPR in the states, from uh, KCRW in Santa Monica. You can download it through the iTunes Music Store. Uh, a number of weeks ago, they had uh, the guy from Disney, whose job it is to uh, to look after these kids and, and basically uh, create these superstars. Mm. And he was talking about how he does it and how uh, how Disney is actually. Uh, interested in what the kids want to be so you know right now they might want to be actors or singers or or something like that but they might not want to be uh actors or singers in in two five ten years time they might want to be film editors and so they'll get them into the disney film editing uh department and starting to learn the ropes there and they'll basically 
help start their careers in whatever road they want to they want to take it. So they might not all want to be stars, but they'll uh, they'll. That help sounds very kind and wholesome, and that means I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> There's just a factory of like hot looking 14 year olds that they're putting in mini skirts but trying not to look too slutty. There's your song, sing it, and we'll see you in rehab in three years. Well, a lot of them, a lot of them just want to be in rehab in three years. That's and so Disney helped them do that. Good on you, Disney. You see, they just help. Nobel, Jess. Nobel Prize winners. They just help. Uh, so yeah, so it's very interesting. It's the business, uh, and it was I don't know about a month and a half ago. If you go back about six mm. weeks. Now I did. I did uh, stomp over your your note to yourself about uh, whose daughter was what. Oh, Eric Roberts. No, it's because I, I apparently deleted that note. Ah. It's called. It's uh, something where she's like some bad rich girl and she gets sent to boarding school. And it's um, and Emma Emma Roberts. Not Eric's Centurions. Daughter. No, it's a new one that's just out now. It's like one word, but it's like got two words in it. What do you call those words? I don't do English. Hyphen- hyphenated. Words. No, not hyphenated. Compound. A compound word. Mine. Boy, mind crazy, mind crazy. No, I don't know. I can't think of it. But anyway, anyway, Emma Roberts. It looks like some sort of massive tween blockbuster as well. She's Eric Roberts. She's daughter. Eric Roberts' daughter. She's mentioned she's been a hot shit for the last couple of years. There's always you know an article a year I reckon of her going, she's going to be the next big Julia because she I mean she's very pretty and she acts. So that's all you need. So how old is she? She's probably maybe about sixteen now. I okay. could be wrong, but I think she's about that. Eric Roberts always looks like it doesn't matter what role he's in. To me, he's always he always looks like he's just waiting for the person he talks to to turn around so that he can sneak up behind them and slit their throat. Yeah, sexy. <laughs> I, th- I think it's all the plastic surgery he's had. He looked lovely in the Killers video clip. Oh, that I did not see. Mr. Brightside. Right. He's in that. That's young person's music. Yes. Yeah. We jived to it at our discotheques. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it went off on that day for me. Message. No, I was playing at Transport. Oh, I played it too. <laughs> Snap. Oh, it's like you're the same person. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 146. Yes. Thank you very much to our uh, studio supporters, 3 Triple R. They're Should wonderful. I remind them about the uh, Radiothon? Please do, because you can, you can call up and confuse the uh, volunteers by wanting to uh, subscribe to Box Cutters. And if you can't subscribe to Box Cutters... Uh, There's please. this other killer show on yeah. Wednesday nights at midnight till 2. Thank you, babe. Called I'd, I'd Rather Jess. Rather. Yeah. I'd Rather Jack where you hear celebrities making fun of themselves. Or me making fun of them. Them accepting you're a, it. You're a celebrity. No, I'm not. Okay. So I'd Jess, ra- I, was, I was rather shocked, actually, the first time. It was probably last year's Radiothon show. Mm. Um, your voice. I was stunned. About what? You've got a great voice. Oh, 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 singing? Yeah. You wait till this year. There's a medley. I don't want to say too much, but I've got two words for you. Tucker's daughter. Oh. Hudson is a killer. She'll be waiting at the end of my line. I'm going to go on idol. I'm going to blow them away with my Ian Moss. <laughs> do you remember the video for that? Oh, but I do. At Harry's Cafe de Wheels. <laughs> oh, classic stuff. Oh, well, yeah. So there's going to be a lot more singing, Brett. So, awesome. Um, Brit. I've still got that ELO track in my head. I know. I'm going to try and learn that in time as well, along with the medley of shit. Any air supply? I don't know, but I, look, I've got I've got two days or three days, I reckon. A little bit of all out of, all out of love. That'd be nice. Oh, could be too high for me. I've got quite a man voice. Oh, you could just do it a key lower. Oh, here I am dreaming of ELO. <laughs> <laughs> worst worst combination hey, ever. No, do. Do some 10cc. It's a living oh, thing. I can't. I've only got one voice. <laughs> Such a terrible thing to lose. 
Ah, uh, yes, it does bring us to the end of Box Cutters 146. Triple R do have their radiothon at the moment, uh, and they do give us this studio every week out of the goodness of their hearts. Mm. We don't even sneak in or nothing. They're fully aware of it, and they've never once told us to get the hell out. Should we turn the lights on? Shh! They'll see us! You're ruining the magic! Uh, so, uh, please, uh, if uh, if you feel uh, it's a, a part of you, please do call them on 0393881027. Yes. In fact, tonight subscribe. we may have uh, we we may have messed up a show that's actually going to air, uh, uh, so yeah. that we could come in here and yeah, we totally the show. we totally mess with Triple R's plans. Ella Hooper wanted show. to come in from killing Heidi, barged in on me on the toilet. She did. Oh, she yeah. did. Did she? Yeah. Yeah, but she's not from Killing Heidi anymore. No, she's, she's not. Something else. She's from something else. Yeah. And good for her. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray yeah. for everybody. Hey, which reminds me, our email address is hooray at boxcutters.net or you can check us out on the blog at boxcutters.net if you enjoyed this show. And why wouldn't you have? We had Jess Maguire on. I'm sorry for bringing the tone down a lot. Oh, no, you were special. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. Absolute pleasure to be here, and guys. We haven't uh, mentioned Crumpler, have we? Uh, no, we haven't mentioned Crumpler. No, they're awesome. They uh, are. They can make great bags. Actually, I've got a, I've we'll got a Crumpler bag. I just got a new Crumpler bag. It's awesome. Isn't it fantastic? It actually is. It's incredibly convenient. I ride my bike around with it. Yeah. So many pockets, but never too many. And, and it's got the third leg, so that the bag doesn't slide around on you as you're on your bike. And just Crumpler give us bags to give away to our listeners. What? Which just makes them special. I want one of these bags. Oh, you I should you've listen, got one. You should listen to the show. Uh, it takes up a lot of bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for, for, for coming on, Jess. Thanks, it's, babe. it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, so, yes, crumpler.com.au is where you can find Crumpler. Uh, if you enjoyed this show, please go into the iTunes Music Store and leave a message, leave a review talking about how much you love box cutters. It will help other people. Or find... be honest. <laughs> no. Do it talking about how much you love box cutters. Don't be honest. Yeah. Just, you know. We don't want anything less than a five-star rating. Nothing less than a five-star. We, we average a five-star at the we moment. We do. Uh, but it will help other people find this podcast, which uh, will also make you a special person. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. Thanks to our uh, in-studio uh, live audience. Oh, uh, yeah, those <laughs> who've been applauding yep. randomly. One of them was, was playing a, a saw before. You might have heard that. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. I thought there were ghosts. <laughs> ah, they're back! You guys boys. My name is Josh Canal. I'm Jess McGuire. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey... Let's be careful out there.